Hey, it's Gaz, one half of Teenage Dirtbags, here to just mention that uh, the audio quality on this episode and the next few episodes is not great. We use a different recording setup than Cole and I use, and we are working on it. We record these in big batches, so we ask for your patience. And in the meantime, keep in mind, you ain't seen nothing yet. We're at my wife, not out yet, but that's life. I guess I gotta grow up fast. It's a podcast. Can we just do a cast about a song that sounds like this? Please, Gary Butterfield. Hello, everyone. This is Cameron. And with me, as always, a wonderful, wonderful co-host, a a great human being, uh, his own worst enemy, Gary Butterfield. Hi, Gary. Hey, buddy. How's All it going? Right. I'm, I'm good. I, I, oh, whoop, this is the uh, Skype delay theater. Yeah. Um, yeah the, uh, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just, uh, I'm excited to talk about this song. Uh, Gary, uh, we're talking about Litz, My Own Worst Enemy, specifically the video for Litz, My Own Worst Enemy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gary, I, wanna, I was looking through my notes that I wrote down, and I saw that there was one word that I wrote that is way bigger than every other word. And I'm going to ask you, because we're going to go into our, uh, well, it's a double segment. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be two segments in a row. One of them is going to be called Guessing Game, where you guess what that word is. And then the second okay. segment following it is called One Word Summation, where you sum up <laughs> this video in one word, the way that I have. So first, okay. Guessing Game. I'm a guessing boy and I live in a guessing land Got riddles in my heart and enigmas in my hand And if you want to live in wealth or stealth or fame You play along with my simple guessing game Guessing Gary, all right. What's this word that I wrote that sums up this video so well? Hmm. I'm trying to guess, I, I know a word I would use for it. Go, go. Um, well, save it for the I, second part I, of the segment. Yeah, I'll save, I'll save it for the second part. Um, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to separate that though, and try to not use my word that I would use, and try to guess what word you would use instead. What do I know about Brayton from Wakanda? Lives more southerly than I do. Um, shaves more. Um, sneer? Sneer is Gary's guess for guessing game. And now we're going to do one word summation where I'll reveal my answer. And then you'll tell me yours. Particular, lone, separate, definite, single, different, singular, lone, soul, odd, solitaire, one and only, special, only, specific. This is a one-word summation. Oh yeah! This is a one-word summation.
I like I like doing my super like password voice, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like half whispering. Uh, okay, so the word that I have that's written uh, is much larger than any other word is the word unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> that's very, that's very true. <laughs> yeah, it's very it's very apt. Yeah. Um, the uh, the I have I have kind of a two part answer for my summation. Mm-hmm. Um, the word that I was thinking, if I had to sum everything up in one word, one word summation, was Vegas. Mm. Uh, because these guys, I've never seen a band that looks more like they're from Las Vegas than this. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my notes, I was just kind of stream of consciousness while watching the videos. And I wrote these guys three times. <laughs> so I didn't write it bigger. <laughs> but like, these guys, these guys. Ooh. Ooh, <laughs> these over. guys. These guys, oh boy. <laughs> All right, Gary, well, uh, walk, walk me through what's happening in this video. What are we seeing? Uh, well, this video, if you remember from the mid-90s, the uh, the bowling boom with mm. uh, Kingpin and, uh, uh, what is it, with the dude, um, that good movie. The Big Lebowski? Big Lebowski. Where, where okay, bowling Gary, was making a big... I want to keep, I want to add on to this, because you, you hit on to my main point before we even get talking about the video. Okay. I want to do a little context clues. This is what happened and stuff. You know what? This isn't even context clues. This is like fake conspiracy. Birthers. Truthers. Jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Moon landing? I don't think so. What really happened at the grassy knoll? The Bilderberg group. The Bilderbear group. Illuminati. Illuminati's house of pies. Okay, so this is uh, this video centers on bowling, and it's from 1999. What else came out in 1999? I'll tell you. Smash Mouth's amazing album, Astro Lounge. Astro Lounge featuring a very 1970s bowling theme on the cover, but in space. Now, Astro Lounge had the song All Star, which is also featured in the 1999 movie Mystery Men featuring The Bowler. We're through the looking glass, people. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, um, but no, I, I actually didn't put that together. But bowling was really making a weird comeback mm-hmm. during the late 90s. Big Lebowski, yeah. Kingpin, Lit, Astro Lounge, uh-huh. Mystery Men, all Mystery five Man. cultural touchstones that are still talked about fondly today. Um, you know, All of which are important uh, in their own Fondly is... I know. Oddly is maybe mean, not the best word, but uh, they're I mean, certainly I mean, talked about. They're they're talked about. I can't remember the last time I heard someone talk about Mystery Men, uh, but that's okay. Uh, that, that, I, I don't dislike that movie. Um, no. So bowl, we're we're firmly in the midst of the bowling renaissance. Uh, and it's also when this, everyone started wearing bowling shirts, like that was a thing. That's why I thought they were so Vegasy. Because yeah. like they're wearing bowling shirts when they're in the bowling alley, but even when they're playing in the band, they're wearing shirts that like with a few small alterations could just be bowling shirts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so so these these proxies for lit come in as scummy '70s bowling guys into a bowling alley, and while lit is playing in the corner of a bowling alley, the way that no bands do, um, you know, bands don't play in bowling alleys. I uh, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that that's not true. That is not true. There's that one place in Chicago. HWP yeah. played there. 
there's one place in Chicago. There's also in Island Lake, Illinois, there is a, a place called 3D Bowl with Side Outs Lounge, which is attached to it. And Side Outs Lounge uh, recently had Brett Michaels play. <laughs> like play his, his pecs or what? Like what does that mean? No, no, I mean play, he... Play with some blocks or... You know, like he he did a set. Like I guess he does, play, huh. you know, like uh, whatever his band was. Oh, I was songs. Thinking, isn't Brett Michaels a wrestler? Uh, no, you're thinking Shawn Michaels. Oh, I'm thinking of Shawn Michaels and Brett the Hitman Hart combined. Yes, that, that's how I got confused. Okay. It was a real, it was a real Montreal screw job there. <laughs> yeah, I just have a Montreal screw job and a half. Well, typically in bowling alleys they'll play in the lounge. Like bowling alleys have bars. Sometimes bands yeah. will play there. It's very rare that they just play out by the bowlers. Yeah, that's which is what's happening here. Mm. Um, and these uh, these people who uh, in the lit bowling community um, proceed to bowl a perfect game effortlessly and mm. then have a party. Yeah, um, where they watch the video, themselves play music. Yes, um, while girls rub up against them, even though they are all real gross. Super and gross. The, <laughs> super gross. And, the, uh, and this, of course, brings us into one of our favorite segments, Who Wore It Best? Because as we do videos from the 90s, 80s, 2000s, 70s, 2010s, and today, we deal with a lot of videos where people dress up as alternate versions of themselves. And I want to ask you, Brayton... In this video, who wore it best? Uh, I'm going to have to go with a bass player that has his chin braid taped down to his neck. (laughs) So he looks like he actually belongs in the 70s. It tucked into like a pouch under his chin bone like yes. i just like it's so there's so much chin braid there and it, it like the fact that they could even hide that is amazing i went through boy i thought about that chin braid a lot like when <laughs> first when i thought it, that couldn't be it couldn't be the same guy like i was like oh it's the same guy obviously but i didn't think that all that chin braid could fit in that little chin beard i was wondering whether uh the chin beard was real and then the chin braid was fake like maybe in real life he walks around with a prosthetic chin braid and then just, you know, for the, for the video, he just tucked it up to make it a little business in front, you know? Yeah, um, but I, I saw like, you know, the, they show the screenshots from other videos when you're watching them on YouTube and he still yeah. has that giant chin braid. That's things fucking disgusting. Like, can you, can you imagine eating like there, that, that thing has been dipped in so much milk. Like, it'll never be clean again. Uh, Gary, when I had a slightly long hair, this is when I had a mohawk that I then decided to let grow out. And then the mohawk, like the middle part of my hair was so long that it would just hang in front of my face. Uh, It would hang in front of my mouth specifically when I was trying to eat. So I would carry bobby pins around with me to pin my own hair up so I wouldn't eat it. Mm-hmm. I think this guy does the same thing, and that's how he had the idea of tucking his hair into his own, like, hair into, chin pouch. <laughs> but it, it, doesn't, it doesn't seem like there's enough space for it. Like, it's so long. Yeah. I just, I just don't know where it's going. Like, Maybe I've had long has, enough hair to where I can get the mouth, yeah. but this would, this would dip. Like, that would be my thing. Yeah. Like, anytime you're, like, anytime you're at a buffet, like, imagine him in an old country, yeah. and then just, like, walking aside from tacos to baked potatoes and just dragging a trail of food like a paintbrush. With his fucking like like three foot long chin tail. What if what if this Gary? What if he has a fake neck that he tucks it into and then down into his shirt? 
<laughs> like uh, Zephod Beeblebrox in the 2000s version of Hitchhiker's Guide. Like there's just a second like little pouch under his neck. Yes, exactly like that. You know. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he might have some fake neck going on. They like they just put like some a plaster Paris around his neck so he can hide that thing, which shouldn't be there. Like I wonder if under the hair there's just skin. Like it actually is a chin tail, and that's why he doesn't cut it off. And this is why he uses it to hide his chin tail. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say, to be honest with you. I just I just want to cut it off. Like it's like when you see yeah. pictures of Jackson Galaxy, uh the yeah. cat whisperer guy. Yeah. Like you just want to cut off that terrible facial hair. Like I really wish I could just like take scissors and just go nya nya and just cut off the lit guys. Yeah, I would imagine at this point that he doesn't have it anymore. But it was not like it wasn't without precedence. Uh, Wayne Static from the uh, great band Static X also had a giant chin braid, um, but then also had like Super Saiyan hair. So I feel like he kind of was he was going all out. He wasn't half normal, like normal on top, chin braid on bottom. <laughs> he's, party, he's business up top, party in the bottom, which is like a gross phrase that I wish I didn't just make up. Yeah. Like, kind of like party in the bottom. Um, I just yeah. like, I'm having this, like one of those moments where I'm like, oh, if I was like a shitty Andrew Dice Clay style comedian and I had a big giant chin braid like that, I would make some sort of joke about how I like crabs going up to my mouth or something. So it's like, it's an endless seafood buffet. (laughs) It's an endless endless crab salad bar. Uh, yeah, suggesting that I, I had, of course, uh, pubic lice and and crabs and they would, they would, he, he, it's like an if you had that thing, yeah, it wouldn't even have to be from Conolingus. Like you just get the pubic lice from this thing. Like if he's standing in front of the mirror naked, like this thing is touching his pubes. It's really long, guys. If you haven't watched the video, like it is a very long chin beard. And I think I think it's as long as us talking about it. It's it's really upsetting though. Like <laughs> this video is full of upsetting things, and this is like the thing that stands out the most. Not just him licking the bowling ball. Like yeah. there's lots of gross things that happen in this. Can we? Uh, can I talk about something I don't think is gross in this video? Yes. The guy who is working the counter in the pink shirt is fantastic. You, you don't think that guy's a little bit gross? The guy with the, the face that's too small for his head? It's not that I don't think he's uh, a little bit gross. I think uh, as far as everyone who's acting in this, he is leaps and bounds ahead of everyone else. I would I would agree with that. Uh, he has that, very yeah. subtle facial gestures. It's very like a facial uh, maneuvers. Uh, <laughs> you know, whatever you call that thing, expressions. Yeah, I mean, sure. whatever those are. Um, whatever humans call those. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, but it's very clear that he's doing what he's doing. He's still overacting, but he's not doing it in a way that's just like, hey, look at me, I'm from the 70s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, like somebody's got to be a loser. Um, the, I think the old men were okay too. Like the old men uh, competing bowling team. Yeah. Who just had to glower? Like I don't think those guys are terrible actors, but maybe not as good as Pink Shirt. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's clear if you've ever gone bowling that these guys are fouling all over the place. They would have been disqualified probably if not just scored very poorly. Like did it did a chicken or whatever it's called? Is it, uh, isn't it? Oh, it's because it's a foul because they show a picture of a bird on some animated bowling kiosk well, when you cross that a, line. It's a turkey. 
Uh, are oh. you thinking of a turkey when you get three strikes? Is what's called. No, I'm thinking. No, I'm thinking about when you cross the line. Right. Like that is a bowl yes. pass, Yeah. I've been in a bowling kiosk uh, that had little pictures of a chicken that okay. popped out, and I used to think that was called chickening when I was young. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean that makes that makes some yeah. sense because uh, you don't you know bowling is a little bit weird, especially like when you're a kid and you don't really know how that scoring works. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's really confusing. Yeah, um, it's also kind of weird as an adult. Like, when's the last time you went bowling? Uh, it's been too long. I would say it's probably been three or four it's been years. Too long. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. Uh, I went. Me and Elizabeth went a couple months ago. There was a bowling alley down the street from my from my house. And oh, the one on uh, Interstate. Yeah, Interstate Bowling, um, which is uh, one. Um, Elizabeth wasn't wearing socks, so she had to buy socks from a vending machine. Yeah. To wear the bowling shoes, um, and then the uh, the guy, the uh, I guess this is a, a Stumptown story. Sorry, sorry to, to not cue that up on right uh, right away. The uh, giving the illusion that we just play those things. It's okay. What uh, I'm going to do is just put in the music and then recopy this part of it, uh, and then just put it all together. So you're telling the story twice. <laughs> Perfect. It's a it's a good story. Yes, you'll hear in a second. The um, so the the machine that she was buying socks from the vending machine took her money. So the uh, the guy like who works at the bowling alley was like, Oh, I'm sorry. And then he pulled some socks out from behind the counter that by all appearances were clean, but it was also very weird that he just had this stash of ladies socks under the counter rather than just opening up the vending machine yeah, and getting us new socks. That is weird. Well, I guess you got to fill the machine from somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. From like his little sock, sock sack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when you put it that way, that's, as unpleasant as watching that man uh, rub his stomach and like lick his little finger in this video. Yeah. Or when all four of them are standing, polishing their bowling balls in front of their dicks. Well, yes. And clearly doing uh, masturbatorial gestures. Yeah. There's just like real four scumbags in here. I like that. uh, My vocabulary becomes more mature in uh, inverse proportions of the maturity <laughs> of the, of of the people in the video. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they are quite masturbatory with their booting bow. With their spheres of billions. Big billions. <laughs> Floor billions. Um, the... Uh, I can't, and they're also, like, so the, the four bowling guys who come in and bowl this perfect game effortlessly um, are real scumbags, but the guys in the band are also really gross. The mm-hmm. main guy with, like, his, like, printer toner black hair and constant, like, sideways winks to the camera, like, also yeah. really grossed me out and made me dislike him. And I was I was looking at his, his costuming, and is he just wearing, like, like a repurposed the zoot suit from like the week before when they were uh, a swing band and then like just didn't wear a shirt and tie. <laughs> like he's just... Yeah. He, he's really, he's really not wearing enough clothing. He's wearing like a, uh, like a zero piece suit with a shirt. Yeah, and it, like, I feel like it's equal parts too much and not enough. <laughs> it could, well, he could go either way. He could go full Kitas mm-hmm. and just be like, you know, shirtless and stuff, but it looks like it looks uncomfortable. 
yeah. to me. Like, it, it'd be fabric I would not want on my delicate shoulders. Yeah, it definitely, you're right. It, it's probably like a really starchy polyester. Uh, it, it does not seem pleasant. No, it's, it's, it's unpleasant, going back to the word of the day <laughs> for, for these guys. Is that uh, this is a, screams when you hear that? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's when everyone that's when everyone sighs and thinks about lit. Um, the, the, also, uh, um, speaking speaking of unpleasant things, can I talk about how happy I am that we we did this video and not the video for um, uh, "You Make Me" or whatever that song is called? Which one? How's that one go? Uh, well, that video is just like the band playing on Pamela Anderson. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember seeing that. And that I'm glad we didn't do that as well. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it's less iconically 90s and also oddly more upsetting and, and more unpleasant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was a weird time where, like, for those guys, that had to be a huge status symbol. Like, yeah, we got Pam Anderson. She's the biggest babe in the world. And we're going to play instruments on her. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I would love to, like, I, I don't have, uh, I can't do a little what you Googling, so Gary, I'm going to ask you if you could. What you Googling, a.k.a. the quiet search. Search, 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 search. Is this uh, <laughs> about the same time that Barbed Wire came out? <laughs> I'm going to find out for you. Okay, please do. What am I Googling? Uh, Barbed Wire is 1996, and this is 1999. So I feel like at this point, Pamela Anderson's already, well, is this when the sex tape came out? Is that an IMDb? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll just Google Pam Anderson's sex tape. Yeah, that's something I want in my Google history. Yeah. It's for research. (laughs) Uh, Oh, there is a Wikipedia entry on the Pam. Oh, there's Pamela Anderson. Let's just find the sex tape entry. Sex tape controversy. (sighs) Sexual abuse, no. Sex symbol, no. Sexist, no. Sex with uh, Lee. Sex tape controversy, 1995. So that actually came out uh, right around Barb Wire. So okay. she was kind of on her way out, if that's if that was your point. Like, Yeah, I, I feel like she had already passed her peak by a few years at this point. Yeah, I think so, too. It's kind, of, it kind of weird. But I imagine, like, Lit, you know, those of you guys are young guys. Like, they were probably in prime, like, gross early twenties, late teens, horn dog territory and like Baywatch. You know, yeah. Time. So like, it's true. It'd be, it'd be like if somebody offered me, it's like, Gary, you can, here's the thing. You can podcast on top of Phoebe Cates fully clothed. And I'd be like, yes, like, finally, <laughs> <laughs> All of my fantasies have come true. It's the girl from Gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> like I would still go for it regardless of how past her peak she might be. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I my own worst enemy? I, I get it. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, we both we both are. I'm uh, you're yeah. your own worst enemy. I'm like my biggest critic, um, mm-hmm. which and and, and I'm also you yeah. your bags. Yeah, uh, he's his own worst enemy. He's his own biggest critic. <laughs> and together they make a podcast where they talk about making other podcasts. <laughs> they are teenage pod bags. Um, <laughs> pod bag sounds really unpleasant. <laughs> um, can uh, a shameful confession is that as much as I think this is a bad song, I do get this stuck in my head sometimes because the the hook is kind of catchy. 
Yeah, and it, didn't you have this? You had this confused with another song, didn't you? And I can't remember I had, what it is. I had this confused with, or I thought um, Heart in a Blender was by Lit, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> that, that's not, no, no, I had, I, actually, that's not true. I had to confuse with Stroke Nine's Kick Some Ass. Um, <laughs> which is a at some point. Kick yeah. some ass. I do. I do. Yeah. The, in, basically, that song was the inspiration for all of Teenage Dirtbags, if you go back and listen yeah, to the pitch. It's true. I do. I do. Okay. Uh, I know we haven't we haven't actually talked about the video in a little while, so I think we should come yeah, back I, I, to it. I, I was going to say, like, this is this is really indicative of 90s videos where, like, I guess similar to that Buster Rhymes video, where the story has an A part and a B part, but no C. Like, it's like, okay, here's the, here's the pitch, guys. Like, you guys are scummy 70s guys, and you bowl a perfect game effortlessly, and we make fun of the 70s a lot. And they're like, oh, that's cool, but, like, uh, what about, uh, what if we have a little bit of a party? You know, and they're like, okay. Then you go into the lounge, and everybody loves you, and the end. Like, there's no conflict. There's no climax. It's just, what if you rolled a perfect game, then went into a bar where there's a party happening? Yeah, and, like, you know, that is the story. Is, is it supposed to be anachronistic or is there a time traveling element to it? Or maybe, <laughs> uh, let me get a little highfalutin here. Uh, is it, is it possible that a uh, 70s bowling version of Lit is actually their dad's? Their dad's? Whoa! <laughs> they travel into the future, see how cool their sons are going to be, and then hook up <laughs> with future ladies. Their future moms? Then, then give birth. <laughs> To their time travel babies. <laughs> Congratulations, ma'am! It's a lit. <laughs> do you want? Do you want to cut the cord now? Just attach it to his chin. <laughs> the stem cells in it will keep it. Will make it grow and make him strong. Um, yeah, I think that's exactly. I think we've unlocked it. Good job. That's very funny. Good, that good makes the video so much better now that we've added yeah, it, this depth to it. It also makes me wonder whether I have a responsibility to go back in time and somehow rock my my dad into meeting my mom. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, you just got to keep doing what you're doing, and your dad has to come to find you. Oh yeah, like like right now he's peeking over my bookshelf and just watching how cool I am sitting in my boxer, just talking about lit. <laughs> Like, stay the course, Gary Zener. Stay the course. <laughs> <laughs> given your relationship with your father, that's extremely hilarious to me. And in real life, given the relationship with my father, if he could travel through time, he's just stealing my social security card. Yeah. So <laughs> that's the extent of what he's doing. So he'll nod and be like, "That's my boy. Let's stick, go through his garbage for thrown away credit cards." Right. Sent him. Oh. Wow, Gary. <laughs> this is good. This is good. We had a lot of breakthroughs. We learned something emotionally in this episode. Yeah, um, I think that that's it. It was a, it was more of our EQ than our IQ that got increased. Yes. Yeah. Also important. Um, speaking of EQ, I think it's time uh, just to check in on one of our favorite segments, uh, the Dead at 21 recap. Oh, yeah, do it. Yeah, so this is one of our favorite segments, uh, Dead 21 Recap. I know you've been waiting to hear what happens in Episode 5, Dead 21. Um, originally aired July 13th, 1994. Got a straight 7 out of 10 on uh, TV.com. And the synopsis is, Maria's con artist father tracks her down. From the future? 
Uh, presumably not. And one of the quotes from this, uh, check this out. Oh, please. brother says, your grades came in the mail today, Poindexter. Tell me, were you sent from the planet pocket protector, or did they clone you from Einstein's pubes? Wow. Okay, Gary, I want to yeah. focus on how well this worked out. And this was without planning. We have two pube references. We have uh, a con artist dad and, and your dad. Um, yes. This is an amazing synergy. This is incredible all of, fate. All about synergy. <laughs> you know, all this synergy uh, kind of reminds me of, of one of our old favorites, too. Perhaps we can, we can close out because I got an elevator pitch for you. Gary and Braden are friends with ideas. Terrible ideas. Oh, please. Are you ready for it? Yeah, do it. All right. So we all know that cat ownership is a blessing, right? Like having a cat, like they're great. They're little furry companions. They cuddle you. Um, they, they cheer you up when you're down. They're super cute. The internet loves them. What's the worst part about owning a cat other than having boxes of shit in your apartment? And opening canned wet food. Mm-hmm. What's the uh, worst part? Uh, when they climb on your lap and you're not wearing pants and they hurt you. I'm going to say that's the fourth worst part. Because the third worst part is how cat research has shown that when you die alone in your apartment, cats will eat your face. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you knew that, but a cat will eat your face. And that's why Pitch Industries, we partnered with Friskies to come up with the Friskies mournful mouthful mask and this is a mask made of cat food that you wear all the time in case you die to stop your cat from getting to your face by eating actual cat food this is genius gary thank you thank you (laughs) i i I think about my cat eating my face when i die of a heart attack alone uh more or less three or four times a day and this is the product that's come along to make me think that hey roars we got you covered you can pretend to eat my face without actually eating my face Wow, it's kind of like uh, in a way you're conditioning him to do it, but not <laughs> while you're dead. Yeah, it's it's a, it's 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 a mournful mouthful. The Frisky's mournful mouthful mask. Really, I like to think about it as like it is it is training your cat to live on without you. Like if you do yeah. die in your sleep, you know you're you're drinking wine all day, and then you take seventeen sleeping pills, uh, yep. and you pulling a pulling a Jimmy Morrison. And yep. uh, and then you're like, you know, Roars has to keep going. Like, I need yeah. to train him to be able to eat my face while I'm asleep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and well, he's he's going to eat my face anyway. I just want it to be full of all the nutrients and, and fibers and stuff that come with Frisky's cat food. As opposed to all the like lack of nutrients that are in my face. Like, that's all cartilage and fat. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and it might be good couch. for him. <laughs> yeah. He would just have to, like, it's all stringy. He'd have to get through all the hair. I would much rather make it easier for my special little guy. Yeah. Have, him, you, uh, uh, have you given no. consideration to like a pre-death shave, like uh, just in case? <laughs> it's it's a it's a good idea. I think we should we should I should talk to the Friskies people and see if we can somehow incorporate those two things. Yeah. Like uh, you know, go through the shave cave on your way to see the light, and <laughs> with with the Friskies mournful mouthful mask. I love it. I love it. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, Gary, we had a lot of fun today. We learned a lot. We, we did. We learned now, a lot. We felt a lot. 
we felt a lot. We're better humans for having done this episode. Um, mm-hmm. And if you feel like you're a better human, why don't you rate and review our podcast on iTunes? Give it a thumbs up on Stitcher. I don't know if it's on Stitcher. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it is. You can share it on SoundCloud, though. Yeah, dude, share it on SoundCloud. Who uses that? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Apparently people, I was surprised too, but people do. Okay. Um, well, and also uh, you tell your that. friends. Yeah, tell your friends. That's uh, Have a listening party. Actually, if anyone has a listening party, I don't have a listening party. Um, <laughs> you know what? Do. Watch the video with your friends. Have a listening party. Invite us. We'll come. What are we doing? Yeah, if, um, if it's in Portland. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> in Portland. Portland, USA, in your yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, so yeah, come to uh, or, or do that. Uh, if you if you got a couple extra bucks, contribute to the Patreon that supports all of the shows on the Duck Feed Network, which are great. Um, mm. But all that being said and done, Gary, what 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 can they expect? Anything? I mean, we're done, right? Huh, well, you might think that we're done, and you'd be forgiven for thinking so. Um, however, just like every episode, you ain't seen nothing yet. Every episode of Teaser Bags ends with a poem about an onion. Our very own Brayden Cameron Brayden hit me with that poem. Okay, uh, here it is. Winter, fallow soil, absence, buried, stovetop boil, absent, digging, lumen foil, incensed, shipping, reduced oil, scent. Beautiful. Thank you. Very beautiful. Thank you very much. And thank you for listening. And good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs>